This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Today, we're talking about the energetic shift that you need to have in order to create your next six-figure breakthrough, whether that's your very first one, which can sometimes feel like the hardest one to get, or whether you've plateaued and you want to reach the next level in your six-figure business. And I'm joined today by the lovely Susie Ashworth, who is host of the Limitless Life Experience podcast, which you should go and listen to after this episode, who is a quantum transformation and embodiment coach. And Mm. Susie works with people uh, across the world to really help them just get out there and, and change how they're working, change their their pricing structure so that they can embody what they need to do to bring in those big figures. So hey, and welcome to the show, Susie. Thank you so much for having me, Anna. So we're talking today about energetic shifts. And where does that start? What do people really have to do? What does it mean when we're talking about energy? Well, uh, I'm going to back up just a tiny bit and say that one of the reasons that I do what I do and have been so successful in doing what I do is that over the last 18 months, especially, I have seen quantum shifts and quantum transformations in my own business. And if you think we've been through a global pandemic and a lockdown, it's been astounding for a lot of people to watch what it is that I have been doing. And this really started in 2019 and in 2020 just took off on another level. And what I knew that I needed to do when we did go into lockdown is really start talking to people about what we do beyond the blueprint and beyond the template. Mm. Because so many people talk about helping people to get to six figures. And if it was as easy as always following the blueprint, then everybody would be able to do it the minute they made the decision. Mm. And so what I did really in 2020 in a way that I've never done before is look at the different stages that I went through to create a seven-figure business. And what I saw is that in order to make a quantum leap, and for a lot of people that is their first or their next six figures, you are shifting the energy on a conscious level you're shifting the energy on a subconscious level. You're also looking at it from a physical level. And then you're also looking at it from an energetic level. And so uh, it is really looking at all of those four pillars, conscious, subconscious, physical, and energetic, and really moving out anything that is blocking you or stopping you from uh, embodying yourself as that six-figure or multiple six-figure or even seven-figure entrepreneur. Because you have to become it yourself before it's it's actually there. Yeah. It's that really cheesy meme that says you have to believe it before that you see it. And this takes it to another level where you have to be it before you can create it. And so as I, at the moment, we're at the at the time of recording, we're at the start of the year. So everybody's talking about their goals. Everybody's talking about their missions. And I'm saying to every single client, where do you want to be in 12 months time? You need to start making your decisions 
as though you're already there. Mm. And at that point, it gets scary when you get very, very serious about acting from that place of, oh, I'm already hitting 500K or 250K or 100K. What decisions would you make? And from that point, you can see where are you afraid to make those decisions? And at that point, you then start going, okay, consciously, we're going we're gonna to raise, we're going to move that out those conscious blocks, the subconscious blocks, the physical blocks, and the energetic blocks. So an energetic block for you, is that spiritual? I, uh, yes, actually, yes, it absolutely, it's, it is, spirituality is encompassed in mm. that for sure. I believe that we are energetic beings having a human physical experience. It's a bit like if I, when you walk into a room and you feel that there has been an argument, it fit, the energy feels dense. That's something that you're energetically sensing. It's not something that you can put your finger on that you can see, hear or touch, but it's the part of you that is much larger than your physical being that's picking up on those vibes. So some of that is spiritual, but the word that I love is energetic. Yeah. We are, wait, we are energy. We are yes. not just our body. It, it is around us. It is part of us. It's, it's picking up on, on everything in the world around us. Exactly. So what I'm really curious about, for those who don't know you, Susie, is, is what's been your journey to get to this quantum level of growth that you've had yourself? Well, we were chatting before we came on and actually the, the, my path started as a hypnobirthing teacher. I would teach women and their partners how to have calm and positive birth experiences. And what is super interesting is that I believe that the tools that I started teaching then are so similar to the tools that I teach Mm -hmm. women in business now. It was first decide the type of birth you want. What do you actually desire? And then it's giving the women the tools to To move through. To, move, to be that person, to move through the conscious blocks about being able to have a positive birth, the subconscious blocks about being able to have a positive birth, the physical and the energetic. Mm-hmm. And that is what I now do in business too. But that, my original business, the Calm Birth School, was the world's first video-based hypnobirthing program. And what happened was there were two other big programs in uh, the world, in that niche, in that industry at the time, well, three actually. And then myself and my ex-business partner came along with the Calm Birth School. And what was interesting is that it was talking to women who were like us. Mm. So we were came from a corporate background. We were not crunchy at all. We were not knitting our own knickers. We were not that into granola. We were like spreadsheets, um, uh, you know, cosmopolitans at the weekend. You're living just... normal lives. You're not running around in caftans all yeah, the time. Exactly. And we spoke to people like us and everybody was like, whoa, we thought... That what this year was, was only... this? When were you releasing this? 2013. 1st of December 2013 is See, when... that's so interesting because as I said to you off air, one of the businesses I've run was as a, a baby massage teacher. Yeah. And because I, and that was, a, that was 2005, I was doing that. Wow. And even then the, I looked at doing hypnobirthing. It was just starting to be out there in the wild yes. echelons of people doing crazy things. Yes. 
before hypnotherapy was really understood and embraced. And it's so interesting to hear that even in 2013, that was being considered kind of way out there. Yeah. It was very hippie, very grungy. It was just not the thing. And so we came along and bought this whole modern twist. And what happened is lots of the birth workers started saying to me, how have you done this? How have you got featured on the Huffington Post? Mm-hmm. How have people heard about what it, what you've done? And what I realized very quickly is that I was more into reading about marketing and business and all of the nerdy stuff than vaginas and everything else that comes with birth. So uh, I started teaching birth workers how to make your first £1,000 online, how to build an online business. And from that space, it has grown. And really, I think that last year, 2019, I moved to Mexico with my family, my three kids, my husband. And that was a a massive year of personal growth and transformation. And it was the stuff that I learned in there and in South America that really changed the way that I thought about business. And 2020, it was the calling, wasn't it? I think that the pandemic forced us all to get quiet and ask us, how do we want to serve people? How do we want to show up? And I knew that I wanted to share so much more of myself Mm. from a spiritual perspective, from an energy perspective, share some of the stuff that I'd been learning. And that absolutely took everything to another level. So where were you? So we're recording this in January 2021. Where were you two years ago? What were you doing in your business? Years ago. So two, that was 2019. That was really what we'd just gone to Mexico. My business had plateaued. So I, bar the first year in business where I made minus 14,000 pounds, my... (laughs) I love that you share that because that's the reality. That can happen, guys. Yeah. It's hard when you don't know what you're doing and you haven't worked with people to help you get over your shit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and that's the thing. What I did in my first year was actually spent a lot of money with coaches and mentors and programs, learning the craft, learning how to market, how to be visible, how to sell in an online space because my background had been sales. And it is, it is different. It is yeah, different. It is different. It is different. How to build brand personality and all of that good stuff. And it meant that I spent way more than I earned. Um, um, my second year in business, so I made £125,000. And so immediately went to beyond that six-figure mark that so many people are dying to make. And I essentially I doubled my income year on year until 2000, going into 2019, maybe it was 2019 was the year that I plateaued. And I'd done 469,000 the year before. And then I think 2019 was my 420,000 pound year. I think maybe it was the year before. But my point is, is that my business plateaued and I had always done so much work on mindset Mm -hmm. and thinking my way into or out of the next leap. And I'd run out of tools. You know, nothing that I had been doing was working anymore in the way that it had been. And so I knew that there was something else I needed. There felt like there was something missing, but I didn't know what it was. And at that point, we moved to Mexico. I said, I'm just going to be, I'm opening myself up 
And two things happened. One, I had a failed launch. So I was expecting, I wanted to make about 100K on a launch and I ended up making 30,000. And that was that was hard because I had a lot of commitments and I was the primary earner in our family. And so I made a decision. I made a decision that I was going to do things differently. And at the same time, I was in Mexico and I was experimenting with plant medicine and lots of other crazy things. And um, um, I ended up going to Costa Rica on a retreat and doing a quantum healing retreat, which is basically increases your ability when it comes to making changes on an energetic level. And that can be, it's not so much health and physical ailments, but the emotional things that happened when you were five that are still playing out. things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that are still playing out in your life, relationships and business when you're 35. How to go back in time and heal those things how to collapse time and bring in what it is that you desire. And I did this quantum healing certification and that really just opened up a whole new world to me when it came to, it was a deeper level of creating my reality. And so 2019 or can't remember what the year was, but that year was a real year of exploration of me. And then other tools, Reiki, um, opening up my intuition, going to intuitive yoga retreats. I I did all of the things. Mm. Like I was the classic cliche and did all of the things. Sounds amazing. (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) It was beautiful. And Then Christmas 2019 came and I made a decision that I was going to hit seven figures. And I think that going into that year, I'd made four, that that year, calendar year, I'd made 420,000 pounds. And I decided that I was making a million. Mm. I recorded a video. I shared it in one of my peer mastermind groups. And I call it a dropping into the field. And so everything that I'd been doing over that year is just shifting. As I say, consciously, I'm I'm able to do it. Before that year, I wasn't even able to think about hitting a million. It was too big. It wasn't part of your your world, your awareness, your capability. I didn't believe that it was for me. It was for other people. So I decided on a conscious level. Subconsciously, I did the rewiring work. I come from that hypnosis background. I'm using the meditations. I'm using the hypnotherapy. I also became a quantum flow practitioner, which is an amalgamation of some yoga, kundalini, qigong, lots of the Eastern philosophies to help work through the body because the body holds a lot of our trauma. We think it's just mind, but it's also in the body. So working through, releasing all of that stuff. And then as well, just bringing it back to the energy. How do I feel on a daily basis? What do I need to release in order to keep my vibration and frequency in alignment with receiving a million? So I made that decision in December and then 2020 happened. And it was like, oh, okay. But because of all of the work, it was so locked in. My my January... I made, I think it was £272,000 in a weekend off a live event. And it was like, I've just done in three days Mm -hmm. over 50% of what I made for the whole of last year. How did you find that growth? How did that sit with you? 
when you are coming from a place of knowing that it's already done and Mm -hmm. acting from that place, it is not overwhelming. It's not like winning the lottery where it's a surprise. Energetically, you've already done it, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, well, it's of a done deal and everything else. Yeah. Everything falls into place. Yeah. So even the way that you act at the event, you're not acting like, I need to say the right thing in order to get this person to sign up. And it's not a hustle. It's an acceptance of who yeah. I am and this is the way it is. Yes. What I loved about one of the things that you said, there's loads of amazing things and I want to know more about quantum healing certification. Wherever you did that, I'm signed up. But one of the things that struck me was that you talked about you'd expected to have a 100K launch before you had all these realizations and you had 30K. Now, for some of my listeners, that might feel like, oh my goodness, if I could have a 30K launch, that would change my life. The reality is, as a business owner, the more you grow, the more you scale, the more costs you have, the more support you have. And if you have been expecting 100 and you got 30, that's a letdown. And there's, there's all sorts of things that come up. And I think it's important that those of us who have successful businesses do talk about the fact that you know, we've been through the crappy launches. We've been yeah. through the ones that haven't worked. Yes. And there's always a lesson in them. Yes. There's always a really valuable lesson. And I talk about the sooner you can take those learnings, yeah. get over the hurt, the shame, the embarrassment, the frustration, yeah. the anger, the fact that you've wasted months doing this thing. What is there for you? Yeah. And very often I found for myself, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I found for myself that when I can tap into that, when I can tap into what's really going wrong for me, why does that feel like it's wrong? Mm. There's often a growth that happens because Always. I realize I'm not stepping into the person I really want to be. Always. So it had and had that, had I got that result and got 95 or, or out of the 100, I'd have felt, well, that's good enough. Yeah. And so I wouldn't have had the level of growth that I need to have to become the person I'm becoming next. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of things in there. I often set goals that I'm not going to hit. Or when I know that when it's dropped in and I know that it's already a done deal, I'll extend the goal. Why? Because I want the learning. I want to know who am I required to be in order to go to the next level. It's never, ever about the goal. And I think that that's one of the biggest mistakes that people make. They think that if they don't hit the goal, that there's something wrong with them. No, it's not that there's something wrong with you. You get to grow, you get to learn, like it's in the not hitting is the biggest opportunity. And for me, the biggest opportunity was I had to restructure my, I chose to restructure my whole business. I couldn't upload one single video when I was in Mexico because of the Wi-Fi. And I'd done this whole challenge. Painful. (laughs) Painful. (laughs) It had taken my energy. And so for me... The, the thing that went wrong with that challenge was it was a it was a process thing. God, there's so much that we could talk about here. Because I work very much with the spiritual and the practical, a lot of the time when you work with somebody who is more spiritual on the woo side, they're like, just trust, just trust. Of course you know what to do. And, and yes and no. Like there are some very practical, strategic things that you need to do when you're taking people on a journey that if you don't do, doesn't matter how much you trust, you're going to have a crap launch. Yeah, and I, sure. So there I, is strategy. These things go hand in hand. Yes, always. And I had made a strategic tactical mistake in the way that I'd run my way that I'd run that launch. That was a beautiful lesson to me, for me, that I will never do again and make sure that none of my clients ever do again. You know, that was great. But it also forced me to reimagine how I would do business. Now, I didn't see growth that year, 
but I still made 420K working less than I'd ever worked without uploading a single bloody video to Dropbox. And that in itself is like, okay, it's not where you wanted to go, but you've proved a lot to yourself about what is possible when not everything is falling into place. So that is just so important. And I think that every single negative thing that has ever happened in my life has always been a gift, has always been a gift. Even if you can't see it in the moment. I would 100% agree with this. And I know whenever I have made a conscious decision about who I need to be, done the subconscious work, I have made it happen. It might not transpire in exactly the way that I've seen it in my head. Yes. But becoming that person Yes. And deciding actually I'm already that person and therefore, and there's actually some similarity here with modeling in NLP. You see someone successful, you look at their behaviors, but then you think, well, I don't want to be identical to them. What would that look like for me, for me to be that person already? What actions would I have taken to be at their level? And how do I make this? What, what mindset do I think they have? What are they saying to themselves? What actions are they taking? Where are they networking? For me, that's always been the result. I mean, I talked on this podcast before about the fact that when I was first winning awards in Hollywood, I'd seen it in my head first, not Mm. necessarily Hollywood, but being a world-class expert and winning awards. And even not, it wasn't even about winning the awards. For me, it was about belonging in that environment and being celebrated in that environment. And because I decided that that was what I was creating first, well, all of the actions then were about... In alignment with that. In alignment with that. And there was no other option because that's who I am now. That's what yeah. I do. Even when I'm starting from scratch. Yes. Which is very different to coming into a business environment and saying, I just want to get my first client and I'll, I'll undercharge just so that I've got them through the door. Yes. No. If you're creating yourself as someone with wealth and with expertise and, and, and results for yourself, whatever that looks like, how do you walk that walk first? before it's apparent. Mm, 100%. So where do people start with this? Where do people really start with this? I think first of all, you have to decide what it is that you want. That is the first step. Most people are too afraid to say what they want. And are so in tune with what they don't want. Think about what they don't want. Think about what pains them. Think about the things that antagonize them. Yeah. And the more we think about things, the more you create, the more it. you attract them. Yeah. So think about what it is that you want and tune into whether it is what you want or what you think your partner thinks that you should have or what your parents, you know, mm. make sure that it's your desire. Then you have to ask yourself, why? Why do I want it? And I talk about mission and vision and purpose so much because the work that we do is hard. And if you are not deeply connected to something that is bigger than yourself, when you run into those roadblocks, it's easy to say, I'm going to stay in bed today. I'm not going to do the live today. I'm not going to show up today because it's about you. And you know that even when your kids are front and center of your mission, they're always, they're going to love you whether you get out of bed or not. They might be a little bit annoyed if you don't get their peanut butter on toast when they want it, but they're going to love you no matter what. And so having something that connects you to something bigger than yourself is really, really important. So what's yours? My mission, I want to have activated a million women by 2023 to have had a six-figure breakthrough Mm -hmm. so that we can become a tidal wave of positive change across this planet. When I look at the leadership that we have right now, 
across the globe, it pains me. Mm-hmm. I think what we need is more conscious leaders. And I Agreed. know that as women right now, there are so many stories attached to women and money that are not serving our planets or our clients. And what makes a difference right now is money because money is leverage. And so the Limitless Life podcast is about really looking at what is required for you to create limitlessness in all areas of your life and business so that you can then have the freedom to go and really impact at a deeper level Mm -hmm people within your community and way beyond your community. So it's that activation of conscious leadership around the globe. I revisit every every December. I always get my journals out and I go nuts with what am I doing? And the words for me are activate and amplify. Yeah. And activating my mission and part of what this podcast is about is helping arising and emerging leaders to amplify their message mm. so we can activate more people who are just waking up to their limitless potential. Yeah. Oh. Because that way we can have a ripple effect that transforms our conscious experience. Yeah, I love it. It's the same thing, but different words. Same thing, different words. Because when you've gone through any level of transformation, Mm. you just want that for more people. Because you can see the impact that that has on your own life, on the way you see things, on the way that you bring up your children. Although right now, I'm not nailing that because we're in lockdown number three. (laughs) They're bringing themselves up. the principle is there. At the moment, they're being brought up by Fortnite and Minecraft. The intention is there. The intention is there. (laughs) Um, So I know, Susie, that you've got another book coming out. So talk to us about that. Yeah, The Freedom Codes. And so this is a big part of the energy work that I do. So I have worked with a number of different energy mentors and at the beginning of, well, maybe like halfway through last year, I was like, I want to really help people very specifically with the areas that I see them getting blocked in. And I want a system that we can use to help them clear those blocks. And so when I work with my clients in the Freedom Experience, every month we work on a different code. And so you've got the connection code, the soul drive code, you've got the acceleration code. And it's all, it's using the chakras and basically it's using the chakras and the principles of kinesiology, which people can do on themselves to help them clear those emotional, psychological, conscious blocks that stop them from being that person. And so the book is all about that system. Amazing. So when that's out in end of March. End of fingers March. Crossed. Fingers the crossed. fingers are crossed. <laughs> so thank you. I think it's been really fascinating today talking about this. What would be your advice then for someone who knows that they need to get, they want to get this first six figure or to up level, maybe they find themselves plateauing. Where do they start? Yeah. So honestly, with mentorship, with putting yourself in environments where you've got expanders, mm. you know, my mentors are female entrepreneurs who are earning 10, 15 million a year and have such big missions and visions. And even though their missions and visions are not mine, when you put yourself in environments where you're having those conversations, it expands your realm of possibility. And it's from that place that you start to think 
differently and act differently. I'm and, nodding very hard yeah. into the microphone because this is my experience too. Yeah. So how can people come find you? You've got a lead mat, a freebie that you can get people to sign up for. Yes. So we've got the energetics of high ticket selling. Um, uh, I do a challenge on that every kind of eight weeks or so. But I love hanging out on Instagram, Susie underscore Ashworth. And I'm very... She's got an amazing array of bikinis, floral (laughs) bikinis that you're often in. I love your branding. (laughs) So fun. When your Facebook ads hit my feed and you're kind of there in the jungle, (laughs) whatever it is. Uh, Yeah, a lot of your branding's really fun, Susie. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, come and play with me on Instagram. I'm hanging out a little bit on Clubhouse now. So Mm. yeah, in all of the places. Go find Susie Ashworth. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. I hope everyone listening, you are going to go and work out what it is that you need to be, who it is you need to be and make that happen. Do the work and that's when the results follow. Take care. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.